If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, let the game begin. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to another scintillating, enriching episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, your home for all things Bobka. Yep. Because Bobka is an Eastern European delicacy that one often finds in the Hasidic neighborhoods of Crown Heights. And Williamsburg. All right, there you go. Um, this is Get Rich Quick, the show where we get you uh, incredibly wealthy with our incredible ideas, uh-huh. uh, incredibly quickly. Yeah, and all we ask in return, Oldeni, is ten percent. You make your billions, you make your billions, you make your trillions, and you give us ten percent. You for you, you <laughs> give a little back. Uh huh. That's don't right. For, don't forget where you came from. That's right. Um, even in this current political climate, where uh, it's all about not helping your fellow man. That's right. Uh, we're saying that's not the way it works. Yep. When it comes down to it, J-Lo's still Jenny from the block. That, what? Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. But what does that mean? We're the block. Oh. Don't forget where you came from. That, okay. Yeah. Got it. That's, hey, I can't, I can't, uh, even make sense of that statement <laughs> to, uh, uh, refute it in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, uh, Noel. Yep. How are you today, my friend? I am good. It's been a week since we've seen each other. It has. Um. It always seems longer to me, and then I actually see you, and you can't get away from me soon enough as yeah. far as I'm I can't get you out of my house soon enough. Hey, and by house, you mean heart. That's right. <laughs> um, what's new? What's different? What's going on? You well, got anything to relay? I do. What would that be? Uh, so, as we discussed earlier, I'm supposed to, mm-hmm. weather dependent, get some new headshots taken this weekend, uh-huh. uh huh, which made me think about something, uh, and... It, it what it made me think about is something I've mentioned before, but I'm going to go into a little more detail. Is basically the last thing I did before I had to join SAG uh-huh. was this horrific, horrific uh, show that was called Mysteries at the Museum. And uh, if you ever want to see it, I'm in something called The Conqueror's Curse, where in. in it, it, this show's like a horrible reenactment show. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to do it, but my agent was like, oh, no, it'll be good for your reel, right? <laughs> so it, it paid almost nothing. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it was in this, the holding area was about one degree. Uh, it was freezing. Uh-huh. I, I, there were like, Is that Celsius or Fahrenheit? Uh, whatever you want to call it. It was freezing. <laughs> uh, and they had... Uh, like n- this whore, the wardrobe was horrible. It was like fleas. It was a horrible, horrible experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the piece I was in was called, as I said, the Conqueror's Curse. And it was about uh, when they made the movie The Conqueror, where they cast uh, John Wayne as Genghis Khan. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, famous was for it its Genghis racist Khan cat. or Kublai Khan. I, it was Genghis Khan. Okay, 
I remember it was awful, and they gave him those really like they put all that heavy makeup on his eyelids to make his eyes more Asian. Yes, it was awful, and he he had a big long cube ponytail. Yeah, going down his back. But yeah, uh huh. So uh, <laughs> I never knew this part of the story. Oh yeah, yeah. Who who did you play? Well, I'll get to it. <laughs> okay. So but basically, the the story behind it though is they they filmed that movie in the desert. Uh, and it was right after they had done all these uh, atomic bomb tests, and all the dust was covered with atomic like radiation, <laughs> and basically everyone who had any part of that movie died of cancer later. Uh, and that's right, he died of cancer, didn't he? He eventually did. I don't know if his was from that, but uh, no, but he was he was oldish. Yeah, but he wasn't like old old. I feel like he was in his late sixties. He's timeless. He is. He's the Duke. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my role, as you can probably tell by looking at me, was John Wayne. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Which now I have I to watch look this. nothing like John Wayne. <laughs> uh, so this thing that is supposed to be good for my reel, they put the most horrific clothes on me. <laughs> and then because I look absolutely nothing like John Wayne, they're always like, uh, don't let the camera see your face. <laughs> Hide your face, and then, uh, and so it was just ho- long day, horrible, and they keep telling me to hide my face, and then, uh, to where they're supposed to be filming in the sand, they're have me outside. It's freezing, <laughs> and they've got uh, bags of sand, <laughs> and they're sitting there. Telling me not to let the camera see my face <laughs> while they just pelt me with sand in the face. <laughs> it was the worst. And then I had to join the union. I was so happy to be done with that. But that's uh, amazing. Okay, horrible. Now, now I have to watch this. I saw some little clip of it, and I'm uh-huh. in about half a second, probably because they cut me out because I look absolutely nothing like john wayne i was hoping you were going to say that they put you in all this uh bad mongolian makeup oh, oh no to no make you look like a mongol like mongolian john wayne they gave me those weird eyebrows uh-huh that's all they did they gave me these little like half eyebrows and then like it, it was it was the worst everything about that oh god i wish i had uh i really wish i had seen that but i you guys out there, you can look it up. Mysteries at the Museum. What was the episode called? Uh, well, the thing I was in was called The Conqueror's Curse. The Conqueror's Curse. Yeah. Mysteries at the Museum. I'm sure you can find that on YouTube. And uh, love it. Love it. <laughs> love it. They're going to be like, wow, we got 30 hits in one day. What's that about? And it's yeah. going to be because all of your fans want to see you. That would be 30,000 then. 30 hits. 30,000 million. 30 hits, <laughs> and they all wanted to see yeah. you. But the stories yeah. always lead in to our topic of the day. They do. That's why we choose them. And this topic today, Noel, this story is relevant to this topic because... Because our topic this week is radiation. How to get right. rich off it. How to make your wallet Glow and grow. That's right. <laughs> glow and grow. Yeah. I like that. Um, 
And uh, radiation is uh, there's a lot of money in radiation. Oh, it's big bucks and big bucks. Uh, you know, <clears throat> you just gotta pick up a newspaper and see that soon it will be a plenty. <clears throat> it will be. It's yeah. just a matter of months, possibly. Possibly, not even maybe <laughs> weeks. That uh, you know, a good chunk of our country will be a glowing in in the, in the dark. Oh yeah. Um, and but so how are we gonna make money off of that? Off of the impending doom, the nuclear war that's going to happen. Yep. Noel? I got lots of ways. You have lots of ways. Well, I got two ways. <laughs> Let's hear one of them. All right, you guys. Radiation, this is it. Uh, you know, grab your Geiger counters because it's going to be a... <laughs> grab a, your Geiger counters. <laughs> it's going to be a nuclear ride or uh-huh. however you would say it. I don't know. <laughs> so, you guys, World War One. After the armistice of World War One. Mm-hmm. Uh, the German high seas fleet was at a British naval base at Scapa Flow off of Scotland, off the coast of Scotland. And it was headed by Admiral Ludwig von Reuter, mm-hmm. who was unsure that the peace would hold and didn't want to take the risk of having his ship seized. So what he did was he scuttled his entire fleet. He sunk it. The entire fleet. Yeah. Over 50 warships. I don't understand that. I mean, I'm sorry to interject here. Okay. But it's like, if they whether what's the difference if they seize your fleet or you scuttle your fleet? You're losing all of your they ships. They can't use it way. against you. You think that's what they, he was, that his concern, they were going to seize it yeah. and then use the, okay. He had apparently a skeleton crew, not enough people to even defend yeah. the, uh, all right. So, uh, so he sunk them. Uh-huh. Uh, cut to World War II. Uh, Manhattan Project, mm-hmm. the U.S. of A, created the first atomic bomb. Uh, we tested it. U.S.A. And we dropped USA. it on Japan. That's right. We dropped them in the desert. And after that, it was... the desert first, Yeah, we? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. And then after that, it was go time. And we were just testing all these bombs... Like, I read a thing. It was crazy how many nuclear bombs got blown off. It was something like 600 or something like that. Um, so because of that, the amount of radiation in the atmosphere of our planet went up a lot, mm-hmm. right? And uh, when they make steel, uh, this this atmospheric radiation ends up in the steel, Uh because they have to like blow air through it to keep it hot, and that puts it into the steel. Uh, so, as a result, there is something called low background steel, which is steel with low background radiation that's needed for some science, medical, and space equipment. And what this is is steel that was made before then. Before the first atomic bombs were blown off. Wow. Yeah. Um, and the biggest source of this steel is the Scapa Flow sc- scuttled fleet. Really? Yep. So there's certain things that they have in hospitals mm-hmm. for science, for space, that it's having this radiation in the steel is very problematic. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, I got. Super psyched. I'm like, I am onto something big. But it is not the boom time I thought. 
because uh, the amount of radiation in our atmosphere <laughs> has dropped quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, for now. <clears throat> we'll see about in a couple weeks. Yeah, I wouldn't be trying to get any uh, any scuttled ships from the Pacific Ocean these days. No. Uh, so it, the, the atmospheric radiation has dropped, um, and they have new techniques that they can make steel that minimizes the, the amount of radiation that gets in there. Okay. And uh, the detectors, because of technology's gotten better, are largely able to tell the background radiation of the steel from what they're trying to measure. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, so the different types of radiation. Yeah, exactly. So it's really now only needed for like super, super sensitive items, mm-hmm. and there's way more than enough steel for that. Uh, so at first I thought maybe I'm at a dead end. Or am I? Uh-oh. Because uh-huh. particle physics research, which is going crazy right now, <clears throat> you know, you have the... Large Hadron Collider. That's right. You've got all sorts of stuff, right? Yep. Uh, they need low background lead. So they need lead with low background mm-hmm. radiation. And uh, there is no way to produce lead with low enough radiation levels for particle detectors. A uh, couple examples here. The CDMS Dark Matter Detection Project in Minnesota and the Chirogenic Underground Observatory for Rare Events in Italy needed to figure something out. Uh, the CDMS, they uh, what they decided to do is they found and took some lead ingots, ingots, ingots from ingots. a Spanish galleon that had sunk in the Caribbean 450 years ago, uh-huh. and they used that. And uh, the Chirogenic uh, Underground Observatory for Rare Events in Italy, which was tracing neutrinos or something like that, uh-huh. they used lead that was aboard an ancient Roman vessel that sunk 2,000 years ago. So I feel like we're heading back towards our, our treasure hunting uh, uh, episode. Uh, in a way. In a way. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, the science scientists, they patted themselves on the back, uh, archaeologists freaked out. They were very upset. I, can, I can't blame them. Uh, and not only archaeologists, UNESCO freaked out, which is the United Nations Organization for Educational Science and Culture, basically the people responsible for keeping things like the Parthenon from being knocked down <laughs> to make room for McDonald's. You know, mm-hmm. They protect all the treasures of the world, all our rich history, they did a hell of a job stopping the Taliban from destroying those Buddhas in <laughs> Afghanistan. Well, if they could have, they would have, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so they were not happy about this. Um, so I was looking at this, trying to think, how do you make money? Uh, th- right now they're trying to work out these ridiculous deals where they're like, well, how about we take the ancient Roman lead mm-hmm. and wherever there's writing mm-hmm. on it, We'll scrape off the writing and give you the writing. And like all these like horrible ideas, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, countries are getting upset. UNESCO's getting upset. Archaeologists are getting upset. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You don't want to piss off the archaeologists. <laughs> yeah, if Indiana Jones has taught us anything, <laughs> don't piss off the archaeologists. Uh, so I looked into UNESCO a little bit more. Uh, 
they have budget of over a half a billion dollars a year. So I quickly decided which side of this I'm falling on. <laughs> <laughs> I want some of that sweet, sweet UNESCO money. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is what we're going to do to get it. Okay. We're going to go to these Spanish galleons. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to these sunken Roman vessels. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go to other antiquities around the world uh-huh uh and we are going to irradiate them so you're going the opposite route that was quite a setup for this payoff i like it you're leading me to believe that it's about it's about finding non-irradiated metals but you're actually going to do the opposite thing we're going to irradiate the metals them. so that the scientists will keep their stupid stupid scientists counting hands uh. off it you're right. They're eggheads. <laughs> the worst scientists. Yeah. Um, I like that idea. Uh-huh. A lot of money. It Half is a billion dollars. It's also, I imagine, a, a lot easier to go around. Uh, as we all know, it's much easier to destroy yeah. than it is to build and create. Well, radiation will destroy the Well, lead. but what my point is, is it's a lot easier for you to go around and just, without much effort. Yes. Uh, irradiate all of these metals to Easy. the point that they can't... You know what I mean? You yep. just need some nuclear waste of some sort Yeah, and just drop it in the water. Yep. Done. Bye-bye. Spray it on it. Yeah, nuclear waste is cheap. Oh, yeah. They're looking for reasons to get rid of that stuff. <sighs> I'll take some. Yeah. And you'll go around irradiating uh, UNESCO heritage sites. That's right. That are filled with lead. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, big money. Yep. That's it, guys. That's a good one. Kind of creepy though. Well, I mean, and and I feel like it's something you can do. You don't even need like a big operation to do it. No, have a little fishing boat. Yeah, just cut a deal, man. And you just go and like dive down and wave the radiation wand over all this stuff, and dingo dango done. It'll take like an hour. Dingo dango done. Dingo dango done. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And it what I like most about it is like. Almost no startup costs. Very low startup costs. Oh, super low. Right? I mean, you just need nuclear waste of some sort, or just yeah. something that you can irradiate it with. Sure. And uh, Old x-ray uh, machine. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, you rent a boat. You don't even have to own a boat. Mm-hmm. And you can just, you know, pay some guys to crew you out there. You dive in. Bingo, bango. Bingo, bango, boom, Bingo, boom. dango. Bingo, dango, done. Uh-huh. Hop on. Spent an hour on the water. Yeah. An hour in the water. Yeah. An hour back. Yeah. Three hours. Have a glass of wine on the way back. And you've made. As the sun sets. Yeah. And you've made, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten million dollars. Yeah. Good money. You're going to make good money for this because you are protecting the treasures of the world, the culture of our history. I mean, I will say this, though. It's limited, right? There's only so many things you can irradiate. There are. So you got to really, you got to hustle. It'll be like a year of your life, really. Yeah. Hustling and 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 you know I'm sure it'll get ugly. There'll be a lot of competition out there now that they've heard this. The radiation pirate wars. Yeah. Oh, that'll be that could be that in itself could then become a reality show. Yeah. You know, radiation wars, and it's just following. You know, like how they have the miners and the things, and you watch these guys. They're sort of competitive, uh-huh. but they also all know each other. It's a very sort of closed society of irradiators. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah, we're trying to hustle this new unesco uh radiation free lead site was found and we got to hustle there to get it yep. before uh you know jim bob's crew gets there <laughs> jim bob's crew their <clears> hair's right. all falling exactly. out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean 
there'll be lots of moments where like, yeah, we were going, but Saul had to go to the hospital because the cancer he got from the radioactive waste. Well, you know what? If I'm making that kind of sweet, sweet money, Mm -hmm. I'll wear for that year. Yeah. I'll just wear a radiation suit for the full year. Okay. Not take it off. That's fine. I mean, that's sweet, sweet money. Yeah. Of which 10% comes to us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's great, Noel. Uh, I have one. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to ask you a question, Noel. All right. I'd like to start some of mine off asking you a question, wherein I may not let you answer it. Okay. I'll see what direction you're going in. What would you say right now is, uh, in terms of just genre, Okay. what the number one sort of uh, horror theme is in the world? Oh, well, zombie. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some things out at you, and you tell me if this makes you think of zombie. Okay. All right. I want to um, spontaneous bleeding. Yep. Uh, sloughing of skin. Sure. Uh, hair loss. Yeah. Mouth ulcers. Yep. Um, s- uh, severe fatigue. Oh yeah. And uh, I'm just gonna throw this in bloody diarrhea. <laughs> he is the kicker. <laughs> Those all, for the most part, sound like traits that a zombie has, right? Uh-huh. Well, remarkably, no. Those are also uh, the top symptoms of radiation poisoning. Okay. All right. We're on okay. something. So now we just, at the top of the show, <clears throat> we talked about the fact that, you know, there's a distinct possibility. Uh-huh. That uh, you know, part of this country is gonna get lit up pretty good. Or at least other countries. Other countries. But there's gonna be a lot of radiation poisoning out there. Th- there will be, yes. You know, there are a lot of people that are gonna be uh uh very sick. Yep. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um and they're gonna have all of these symptoms. Yep. They are gonna be zombies. Basically. Except for yeah. <laughs> well, not yet. All right. <laughs> um <clears throat> And I thought to myself, we had spoken uh, uh, last week, the idea of Westworld had come up, right, in Uh in the hypnotism episode, where the idea that, you know, you go to these places to escape, to sort of live out this fantasy in like a 100% sort of realistic Uh situation, right? Well, Trump cares past. Yep. Um, Radiation poisoning, I'm pretty sure, will be considered a pre-existing condition. (laughs) Yeah. People will not have yeah. coverage. Um, we are in a time. I think getting hit by a car is going to be a pre-existing condition. <laughs> They'll be like, "No, you've had that since that car hit you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, um, that's funny because that was brought up as a possibility with me. My <laughs> fractures in my vertebrae when I got hit by the car that happened when I got hit by the car. Uh-huh. They tried to imply that that was a pre-existing condition. Yeah, even though there was no record of that. But anyway, um, so. Everybody loves The Walking Dead, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody loves iZombie. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves Fear the Walking Dead. Sure. I mean, they just love this stuff. Everybody wants to be these characters. Uh Uh-huh. So let's just say. Okay. I'm going to put this as a hypothetical. You have been exposed to major uh, radiation. Yep. Your skin is sloughing off. Yep. You have mouth ulcers. Yeah. You have severe fatigue, spontaneous bleeding, bloody diarrhea. Yeah. Um, 
and no one can afford to take care of you. You are dying. There's no cure for what you have. Yeah. Someone comes up to you and says, buddy, have I got an offer for you? I'm going to pay you to basically be exactly what you are. You walk as far as you can walk. If you need to fall down, you fall down. If you need to rest, you rest. You lie on the middle of the ground. Uh You don't have to say anything. You just have to moan a lot. And I'm going to pay you Mm $25,000. I'm also going to up the ante to help your family with your obviously impending death in that I will give you another $50,000 bonus if you allow someone to kill you. (laughs) Okay. Okay? All right. And you're going to say, yeah, right. I'm going to die anyway. Right, exactly. I might as well. leave something for my wife and kids. Right, exactly. I'm not going to cost my family any money with these horrendous medical bills, Mm -hmm. put them in debt for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to leave them with something yeah, when there was nothing I could leave them with before. Bloody diarrhea on right. the couch. <clears throat> You're going to come be a zombie at my zombie... <laughs> All right. My zombie theme park. Okay. Okay? And this is a place where people will be able to go and live out their walking dead fantasies. essentially. Right. right? You can go, you can be a character that you want to be. I mean, look, you don't, it it would be great if you actually worked out the details with AMC and whatever other companies you need to, to use the character names. You can get the costumes. People can dress up like their favorite character from the walking dead. Um, you can create all the sets, right? So you can create different segments from the multiple seasons of The Walking Dead, and you get to deal with walkers. Yeah. Right? You can actually have walkers coming up on you. You can choose to run from them. You can choose to kill them. Whatever it is, I mean, it's going to cost you a lot of money. A lot of money. It'll be the Trumps of the world. Exactly. But they're not going to say no because people, lo- this is a once-in-a-lifetime yep. opportunity. The Tillersons. The Tillerson, yeah, Rex Tillerson. Oh, yeah, exactly. And so that's basically what it is. It's uh, it's a uh, uh, zombie zombie apocalypse theme park. Okay, that you can do around the world. You know, and and yeah, that's it. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> End it right there. All right, big money, big I like money, it. big money, and you can film it. Oh, of course, people can. You can film it. There's so many op. You know, look, as with any theme park, there's a million things you can do. Mm-hmm. You can certainly film it, and you can broadcast it, and people can watch this, these sort of live, in the moment, uh, uh, zombie uh, uh, attacks, yeah, as it were. Um, and you can charge people for that, but it also just whets their appetite to sort of be a part of this process yeah. right you can film it things for people's personal use right just like on the roller coasters you get your photo taken screaming well you're being attacked by a zombie yeah you're being bitten by a zombie i mean look some people are going to get bit by a zombie yeah. and they may get radiation poisoning and die that's a possibility you know but then they can always come back and be a zombie yeah it'll be sort of like a constantly ever uh uh Refilling, that's not replenishing. the word. Replenishing yeah. uh, a group of zombies. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. I like it. All right. Big bucks. Yeah, yeah it is big bucks. Uh, you guys, you know what else is big bucks? Uh, that's corporate money. Yeah, our sponsor is big bucks nowadays. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so 
Uh, this is what we like to call our newest segment, Josh and Noel Sellout. <laughs> we don't like to call it that. <laughs> Noel likes to call. Uh, in which every week we explore ways that Josh and I are actively pursuing our lifelong dream of selling out to corporate America. Uh, and you know you know the traditional ways. You can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.com webpage. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel show page. Hit the sponsor button. And pledge an amount of money. Come out monthly for the rest of the season. Just started. Six months. Is that going to change now that they're a nonprofit? Uh, it might change at some point, but it's not yet. Um, and uh, half that money will go to Josh and I. We need it, too. Keep, yeah. Keep us in spats and <laughs> top hats top hats and spats half that money will go to radio free brooklyn keep them in uh granola Hippie. <laughs> uh and uh and we'll know you love us mm-hmm. but if you hate us there's no better way to say it than to go to the get uh, to go to the radiofreebrooklyn.org webpage hit the whatever other sponsor link <laughs> that doesn't go to us and uh, pledge an amount of money, one time, a reoccurring, any way you want. All that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. None of that money will come to us. Not a dime. And you can put a message, and you can say, these guys are horrible. They're promoting the death of poor, sick people. Uh, and, and Radio Free Brooklyn will take us off the air. Don't kid yourself. Oh, no, I wouldn't kid myself about that. They've okay. been champing at the bit to oh, get rid of they us. They just want ages. us gone. They do. Because we are too much money for them. That's right. We <laughs> represent everything they're against. <laughs> uh, but we all know the real money, the big money, the, the, the type of money that's like a mushroom cloud <laughs> of money <laughs> is corporate sponsorship. It really is. Right? So, you know... We know you're out there. Uh, it infects you. It gets in your system. It gets in your system. It gives you bloody diarrhea. It sure does. And mouth ulcers. Yep. So, uh, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Target. Target. Exxon. Exxon. You need us. You sure do. Uh, but in the meantime, we're happy to introduce our first sponsor, our favorite sponsor, our only sponsor, Mr. Monty Lamonti. Hey, everybody. It's your best friend, Monty Lamonti. And I'm back again with an amazing tip for you. My best friend. All right, people. I got to tell you the truth. I'm actually embarrassed. I don't even know what the right word is for this. But whatever it is, I'm embarrassed that I even have to say this one to you people. Diet soda pops. Come on, people. Figure it out. I mean, it's like a freaking third grade joke already. Everybody knows diet soda is actually worse for you than regular soda. I see all these knuckleheads ordering diet sodas. And I think, like, come on, man. Are you that freaking lack of knowledge? Really? I mean, figure it out. It's diet soda. It's all chemical baloney. You have to be a a freaking nitwit to drink that stuff. I mean, look at the people that drink it. They look like 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 sheep dummies. I sh- I no offense to the sheep. Anyway, as always, an amazingly positive influence in your life. Your best friend, Monty Lamonti. And remember, if you heard this tip, you owe me, your best friend, two 
$2. That's right, $2. Payable via PayPal at Montism, M-O-N-T-E-I-S-M, at Yahoo.com. Thank you, and put down the Diet Coke, you freaking dummy. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Keep sending Monty that money. Yeah. And we'll Monty, keep getting that gold. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, not because we all know the full sugar soda, uh-huh. there's no chemicals. It's just squeezed right out of the <laughs> soda tree. <laughs> um, yeah, Monty, we expect 20 cents Yeah, from uh, your big payday. That's right. That Monty is got. getting uh, payments. He is receiving payments from strangers. We love it. We appreciate it. Keep sending them. I think it's changed now that he said, I think he, he used to say, if you found this useful or if you enjoyed this tip, yeah, send me to it. But now he says, if you've listened to it, yep. if you've listened to this, you owe me $2. That's our problem. <clears throat> I think that we is our problem. We just got to start demanding gotta, 10%. Right. If you listen to the show, <laughs> give, us give us 10%. 10%. Of what? Of, of everything. Yeah, of, it, of the chicken in your yard. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, I look forward to receiving 10% of a diet soda in the mail at some point. Yeah. If it makes it through. But yeah, guys, uh, diet soda is terribly bad for you. Much worse for you than uh, uh, regular soda, actually. Yeah. Well, I know the fake sugar is not good. Well, that's the big thing. It's all made of chemicals. It, yeah, none of that, it's but good. that's not the issue. It's it's the fake sugar specifically. Okay. It tricks your body. Okay. And it makes you crave more. All right. And then it gives you cancer. <laughs> but, you know. Who am I to say? Yeah. That's not what I do. That's not what we do. We, I do this. That's right. I do this. But if Diet Coke were to call us up and say, hey, we want to advertise on your program. That's right. Monty's out. <clears throat> Monty, you're going to have to come up with some nice things to say about Diet Soda, that's my friend. That's right. And you'll work for us now. <clears throat> that's right, Monty. <laughs> anyway, Noel. Yeah. What's next? Uh, so as Josh was alluding to. That's not what we do. We do this. And this is, we have a show. Every show has a topic. Every topic has ways for you to get just disgustingly rich. Uh, We also, because that's not enough, we hide another little, just a little turtling of a nugget of a other topic with another way for you to get so rich. So, you know, if you're sitting there right now with some bloody diarrhea, if uh, you're sloughing off some skin, if you're on a boat coming back from having irradiated a sunken Roman vessel, you might want to give this a little listen, make some money, come back more, come back later, (laughs) and make even more money. So take it away, Mr. Josh. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Now, in today's modern world, we thankfully have drugs that make people malaria resistant and can even cure the disease if it's caught early on. But these drugs don't come from nowhere. Scientists need people to stick their arms into swarms of mosquitoes to see how good the drug is that they are testing. One researcher called Held Zeeler says that on his best night, he got bitten 3,000 times or an average of 17 per minute for an hour and a half. Oh, that job sucks. Like, literally sucks. But I- so there you go. Uh, 3,000 times being bitten by mosquitoes. This is another one in our series of uh, jobs that suck. Um, uh, 
<clears throat> not nearly as bad as the Indian sewer cleaners. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> if you've ever been bitten by like one mosquito, yep. imagine being bitten 3,000 times sure. in an hour and a half, what that must feel like. And all in, I don't think he just like stands there naked. It's not all over his body. It's all on like a section of the arm or something mm. like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that thing, I, I just can't imagine how insanely like one's got to sit there and itch themselves and yeah. make themselves, oh, I just slather that arm in calamine lotion. It's, oh, it's so worse. If I, you got bit that much by mosquitoes, <clears throat> do you think you'd become immune? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it is like something, it's whatever they use to coagulate your blood after they plug you up. Mm-hmm. That's apparently what causes the itching. Um, and I don't know if it's an allergic reaction or if it's like, I don't know if it's an issue of an immunity. Okay. I don't think it's an, I don't know if it's an immunity issue as it is that this is just an effect of, of what this stuff has on your body. Yeah. Um, well, lucky for you guys, you don't have to find out because we're giving you ways right now that you're going to make so much money. You'd never have to consider sticking your arm into a thing, getting 3000 mosquito bites. That's right. (laughs) Do a thing, getting 3000 mosquito bites. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, radiation. Radiation, Noel. guys. Uh, you know, oftentimes I try to be socially positive in my schemes. I try to help the world. You know, in the last one, I was I was helping save uh, our antiquities of the world, uh-huh. preserve the culture for another generation. Uh-huh. Uh But you know, you look around these days, and it is getting <clears throat> Harder and harder to make a nickel when, let's face it, times are changing, right? Yeah. The alt-right is all the rage. That's right. Their alt-right is all right. Oh, boo. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, but it's big. Uh Uh-huh. Fascism is surging across Europe. Yeah. Uh, There's a neo-Nazi white supremacist group that's been trying to buy a town in North Dakota. That's been going on for years. It sure now. has, but now they're joined by the alt right and these fascists. And ugh, science is out. No yeah. one, no one puts any credit in science anymore. The True funding's that. all been pulled for science. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's lost its power to guide our leaders' decisions. You know, and I could sit here, preach, and I could cry into my latte like a snowflake. You are a snowflake, cop. or I could accept the world the way it is and make some money like all great entrepreneurs That's right if you can't beat them join them fine i get it i'm broken you win i'm with you guys now there you go so vladimir pravik okay he's a soviet firefighter uh-huh firefighter he was yeah okay uh he was one of the first responders to the chernobyl disaster wow uh he was posthumously, however you pronounce posthumously. that. Posthumously. Yeah, posthumously. <laughs> How do you say uh, <laughs> I'm going to do uh, H-O-R-S. That's the way they pronounce it in Canada. D apostrophe. <laughs> they pronounce it like that in Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, so he was posthumously, posthumously uh-huh. awarded uh, the Hero of the Soviet Union Award. The Hero of what? The Soviet Union. Okay. He died. But he helped prevent uh, the Chernobyl disaster from being even worse than it was. Go Vlad. 
and when he returned to his fire truck, mm-hmm. his brown eyes from the radiation, well, they turned blue. Really? Yep. That's not true. It is. How? The radiation turned him blue. How? I don't know. It did it. He must have been so irradiated. He was very irradiated. He, how long after this did he die? Uh, not that long. Like weeks? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so later he <laughs> dies from injuries and uh-huh. radiation poisoning. Uh, but as I said, guys, his did, eyes turned blue. Did they play Crystal Gale, Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue? They should have. At, at his funeral? They should have. I hope they did. And if not, <laughs> we're digging them up. <laughs> doing and it we're again. doing it again. Uh-huh. Uh, so... Uh, how are we going to market this to the alt-right? Well, there it is. It, it, his eyes turned blue. Yeah. Uh, so what are we going to do? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. There is uh, a place also in Russia called Lake Karache, uh, and it is known as the world's most radioactive site. Wow. Yep. Uh, it was located uh, where the first secret reactor in Russia was that was used to refine plutonium <clears throat> for bombs. And they just used that. They dumped all their waste. Yeah, well, they had thousands of gallons of water for mm-hmm. cooling. The reactor was just dumped straight into the lake every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it became the go-to dumping ground for waste that was considered too hot for the Soviets to figure out even how to store. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. The bottom of the lake now has an estimated 11 feet of radioactive waste. Wow. Yep. Um, and it is almost, on an everyday basis, almost as radioactive as Chernobyl was during the meltdown. That's crazy. Is yep. this a big lake? Uh, not huge, <clears throat> I don't think. Are there homes around it? Um, Were there? I'm betting not, because science, <laughs> which we all know is stupid now, uh-huh. uh, science says <laughs> that uh, it is radioactive enough to kill a human standing <clears throat> at its bank in one hour. Wow. Yeah, but... We all know. We get it. It's been pounded in my stupid liberal head. Science. Bleh. It's stupid. It's dumb. It means nothing. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We are going to organize trips to Lake Karache for fascists and the alt-right, the white power movement, uh, all these guys yep. that, that are on the winning side right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to take them all, and we're going to bring them to Lake Karache, where they're going to have white power workshops. And they're going to have team building exercises mm-hmm. that culminate in the power bear plunge. And what it is, it's like the polar bear plunge, but uh-huh. it's a white power bear plunge. <laughs> uh, and like a polar bear plunge where you run into a cold lake and everyone uh-huh. feels invigorated and they, they, they're just a better person for having done it. Uh, well, all these alt-right fascists, white supremacists, they're going to run into Lake Karachay. Immerse in its in its radiant waves, mm-hmm. and they'll all come out blue eyed. Uh, what could go wrong? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. I think uh, you so, can also. I go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, but, no, that, that's basically it. Yeah. You know, we might want to get like some corporate, or not corporate, but big name uh, draws too, right? So you know, after Trump is out of office in probably a couple months. We could uh, 
we could hire him. We could pay him some sweet money to be the, the keynote speaker, mm-hmm. and he could jump in first. Uh, <laughs> His eyes are already blue, though. Well, not as blue as they're going to be. That's true. Uh, so I, I think this is a great plan. Unfortunately, I'm not making the planet a better place. Yeah. Well, so this is the other thing you can uh-huh. do. Okay. Why You can also bottle this. Mm-hmm. And you can sell it. And, and smaller alt-right groups that may not have the money okay. can have ceremonies, uh-huh. uh, like almost like baptism ceremonies. For the clan. For the clan, where they turn brown eyes blue. Should they just pour this they radioactive pour right water? Right over their face, all right? Over Directly each other. all over their eyes, all over each other. It would be a whole ceremony yeah. that we can come up with. And, well, you can, because I'm Jewish, and they, no matter how alt right I am, they'll never, ever, ever allow me in the club. Sure. <clears throat> it's like being a. I could sneak in. It's though. like being a non Italian in the mafia. Yeah. It's a terrible feeling. Um, but. Uh, I think, yeah, oh, you can bottle it. Yeah. As long as it, you know, I imagine if you bottle it, you'll have to put it in uh, steel bottles. Probably lead. Yeah, lead or steel, sure, yeah. But uh, look, I'm solid idea. No yeah, one. and as I say, I don't think, <clears throat> you know, if we listen to science, you wouldn't want to do this. But Fuck science. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. Yeah, science yeah. is out the window. Science is fake. My gut says <laughs> the alt-right will love it. Yeah. It'll be, it'll help them. Well, you know, look, uh-huh. like any good, I mean, this sort of works on a certain level of snake oil salesmanry, right? Okay. They don't n- need to know what they're getting, what they're dealing with. Sure. Right? And those restrictions are gonna be, aren't going to be are going to be in place anymore. Nope. Right? Anything that protects people uh, from being ripped off or hurt in some fashion yeah. by a corporate entity, all those rules are going to be out the window. So all you need to tell them is that this is a magical lake and these are magical waters sure. that will turn your brown eyes yep. blue. And that's all they need to know. And you will show them proof of that because you will have people whose brown eyes turn blue. Yeah. It, it's called the placonium effect. The, yes. <laughs> Placebonium effect. The placebonium effect. <laughs> and that's all they need to know. And all they need to know is that it's going to work. It will, it'll work. And if they get cancer and die from it and I die quickly. So. Science. But it doesn't, the ma- it doesn't matter. You won't be liable for anything. Okay. Because there'll be no laws. There won't be no laws. Yeah. There'll be no laws or uh, 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 restrictions of any kind mm-hmm. that will tell people that you can't do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It, you know, we're going back to the great eras of the, you know, pre-20th century. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've missed them personally. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a great idea. Yeah, a lot of money, guys. <clears throat> so uh, while you were just trying to rip people off and destroy lives, I thought of a way that, <laughs> that we can maybe help this planet oh, okay. a little bit. All right. So the first thing I thought of was... You know, nuclear energy. Yeah. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. People love it. People <laughs> line up for it. People hate it. Yeah. But there are also people that think that, that is, that's the energy yeah. that's going to keep us going, right? But, but, but these plants, <clears throat> these huge plants mm-hmm. that are next to oceans, next to lakes, yeah. that need all this water, this is a problem. Yeah. Right? So I was thinking... How about smaller plants that don't need water? Okay. Like you could have your own personal nuclear thing already being done. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a company called Gen 4 in this country 
there's a company called there's like I think three or four companies doing this now, but in the U.S. it's called Gen Four Energy, and they have made a module that is transportable. Oh wow! You can actually put it on a truck in a shipping container and ship it. It's roughly the size of a shed, um, and it has it is completely self-contained uh, in an underground containment vault. Here's the deal. Uh, it's got an advanced reactor design, uh, safer, similar, uh, eliminated many of the potential accident scenarios by making it sort of an everything's internal. Uh-huh. Okay? It doesn't require water to cool it down. It doesn't expel waste. The, uh, uh, what was it? The coolant that it uses is lead bismuth, so it doesn't require water. It uses a uh, non-weapons-grade... Uranium nitride fuel, uh-huh. uh, which means that if someone wanted to use it as a weapon, weaponized uh, uranium, they'd have to take it and then take it somewhere else and weaponize it. Like okay. it, it's not just like ready to go all right. out of the out of the basket. It would take a ton of work, and you'd have to have all of the things that would require you to rep- weaponize any level of 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 uranium. Um, <clears throat> it has a uh, uh, you know. I guess these particular type of uh, control rods for reactivity control, um, and it buries underground, and it basically has a 10-year life before the power modules need to be replaced. And one of these shed-sized things can power 20,000 houses Uh for 10 years continuously. Yeah. It can set off, one reactor can set off that's the that's you know basically the size of a of a shed in your backyard can <clears throat> do what the largest wind can give up enough power as the same amount of power more power than the than the single largest wind turbine in any wind farm which is enormous as far as footprint goes yeah right <clears throat> so eventually these are going to be everywhere oh yeah they're going to be all over the world because these are the kind of things that they're what they're really pushing them on is small rural communities, mm-hmm. right? Or communities where running electricity and running things like that are difficult to do. And there's lots of them in the world. Yeah. In China, in Russia, in uh, uh, whatever. You know, you, sure. get, you get the idea, yeah. right? But every 10 years, you're going to have this nuclear waste, yeah. this radiation waste, which they say is the size of a football. Mm-hmm. Now, forever and ever and ever and ever, the talk was about shooting. What are we going to do with all this nuclear waste, right? People talked about shooting it into space. Mm-hmm. But that's expensive. Yeah, and if something goes wrong. Well, yeah, if it blows up. But that won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that won't happen. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, but it's expensive, right? Yeah. You're taking a rocket. You're filling it with uranium you're shooting it off into space, and then it's just there. It's blowing up there. You're just shooting this multi-million-dollar rocket up into space, mm-hmm. right? So your buddy and mine, one of our avid listeners, Elon Musk, yeah, is already planning trips to Mars. Yeah, he's by, got. By the way, thanks for the tweet, Elon. Yeah. Oh, he's a good people. Yeah. Um, uh, looking forward to lunch next week, buddy. <laughs> Elon. Just saying, Elon. Um, uh. He's already with his whole SpaceX thing. He's his the plan is to get to Mars and get people on Mars, right? 9 months to get to Mars right now. 
I read an article. Uh, the U.S. government, the 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 uh, Department of Defense, is investing on uh, trying to cut that in half. They really want to get to Mars, uh-huh. right? Um, they are working on rocket propulsion, or they are financing uh-huh. rocket propulsion systems that will be so strong that they can cut that down to four months. Yeah. Okay? Now, this is where you're going to get in. All there are right. going to be people on Mars soon. Yeah. There are going to be colonists on Mars. Mars is a big planet. Sure is. I think we all know the reality of Mars is it's not a livable place. Yeah. Right? It's going to kind of become the Australia of Earth, right? It's going to become the place that we send our prisoners, our pieces of shit, the people that we don't want in this country, uh, the people that have no health care coverage, um, <clears throat> people that don't matter, essentially. Okay. Right? They're going to need work up there. They're going to need things to do mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. You can't just you, eat shrimps on the barbie all day. That's right. In Mars. <laughs> You're going to set up. The first radiation waste disposal pit yeah. in Mars. Open pit. It's going to be an open pit. Well, it'll be a big steel, multiple big steel containers buried into the ground okay. that you will just dump shit in. People are going to have to be in all these suits to work outside on Mars anyway. That's right. So they're going to be, you know, fine. Yeah. And if they're not, who cares? It's fucking Mars. <laughs> right? By the time they get back, what, are they going to sue you? Yeah. No, they're not. So that, whatever. But the point is, get in on this now. Yeah. Start putting your stuff together now. You're going to need property on Mars. Uh-huh. You're going to need rigs on Mars. You're going to need some spaceships to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. You'll store, store, store until you get loads of this stuff. You will charge a fortune to get this stuff off the planet. And eventually you will be doing like long haul trucking of all the stuff that's been buried for years that's starting to leak and all that stuff. You're going to become the number one garbage nuclear garbage disposal unit in the universe yeah. with this. Yeah. Get so, in on this before the mob gets it, just like the rest of the That's right. Trash exactly. Disposal. Exactly. You know, it's a classic mid-level blue-collar way to get rich. Yeah. Waste disposal. Yeah. Right? And that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And and if you guys are wondering how we get our genius, all I'm going to say is I'm not going to say anything, but Josh. Yeah. What do you get if you rearrange the letters of the name Elon? Um, loan. No. Um, Enol. Almost. <laughs> um, Leon. Almost. Um, I think you're out. I think you got to go with the real one now. Noel. That's right. Uh, we're not saying nothing about nothing about nothing, but that's what we're saying. And what do you get when you mix around the word musk? Scum. Yep. <laughs> so if you put those together, Noel scum. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Pick, pick, pick which one. Uh... <laughs> You know what I did read a, a great little fact about uh, radiation. Uh huh. Ten bananas has as much radiation as uh, a handful of unrefined uranium ore. Ten bananas. Ten bananas. Bananas are slightly radioactive. I had no idea about yeah. this. I eat a lot of bananas. Well, 
Let's blend the hair. I eat like I eat like five six bananas a week. <laughs> That's the, the bloody diarrhea comes from. Oh, all those smoothies that are supposed to be so healthy for people. Yeah, everyone's eating those fucking like faux ice creams where they freeze bananas and blend them up with fruit. Yeah, and it's like, oh, it's just like ice cream. Yeah, it's poison. Yeah, it's ten thousand <laughs> times more poisonous than anything else you'll put in your system. Yeah, wow. I'm dying. Yeah. So if you guys want to give a quick goodbye to Josh <laughs> before he <laughs> slips off, this. doesn't matter because Cavendish bananas are all dying off anyway. Yeah. So so. Uh, but if you do want to say goodbye, because even if it's not that, <laughs> I don't know about Josh. Uh, <laughs> you 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 sees me on a <laughs> weekly basis. He's pretty much tracking my demise. Yeah. You can reach him on Twitter <laughs> at grq josh noel. Uh, you can email your condolences to him at grq with josh and noel at gmail dot com. You can get him on Facebook at facebook slash grq josh noel. You can go on iTunes and just just before he slips away, you can rate, subscribe, review, uh, and and if you wanna really make sure that you get them uh don't wait those five days for us to appear on itunes get them on saturday nights at eight o'clock five days before uh and and hear him because who knows if those five days are he'll, he'll be there so uh and also stick around see what else i got going on the station a lot of good stuff uh we got tripping beats after us and we got uh art star scene before us so a lot of good stuff guys um, and you know what else? A lot of good stuff. It's all that money that we got in our pockets. What are we going to do with it? Well, I'll tell you. Take it away. Send that money! Beckham's Gift is another million-dollar vibrator designed by Peter Stringfellow, an owner of a strip club in London. The vibrator was originally designed for Victoria Beckham and bought for her by husband David Beckham while she was pregnant. It is made of platinum with a 10-carat diamond-encrusted base that is linked to a 16-carat diamond necklace. It is considered to be one of the insanely expensive sex toys and pieces of art on the sex market. $1.8 million for the uh, vibrator known as Beckham's there Gift. You. And, and, and if you really uh, are ambitious, get a little nuclear reactor in it so you don't even have to worry about batteries yep uh do we have time for uh we got time for one all right so one so this is coming from uh 17 things rich people do differently um think i create my life yeah uh think don't don't go with science they don't create your life (laughs) we do from the gut yeah create your life out of nothing. Yeah, so we're getting rich, guys. That's right. So, uh, yeah, we're getting rich. Uh, we prove that as we do every week. And so once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.